Hop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast. Is there not a sweeter sound than her voice introducing this podcast? I am William Clear. This is Pop Talk and Aliens' this podcast. And as promised, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Crabtree. Hello, Bill. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> You're too kind, too kind. <laughs> Thank you for uh, coming. I've been threatening everyone that you'd be on. You have been on via clip shows and things like that. Greatest hits, if you will. But uh, been almost a couple, we're a couple weeks shy of an entire year since we've actually sat down. And it's been a while. But um, to be honest, your services and talents were needed elsewhere. Um, aliens have descended on our planet, probably been here for a long time, but they're, they're picking it up. So, yeah, yeah. uh, thank you for the updates. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for enjoying it. You know, yeah. like, like, like I said, I just, I, I just compile these things and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm no expert, but I, I can, I can do the work and then just put it into one place for you. And we are going to do a little bit of that for, uh, you dear watchers, listeners, if this is in fact on YouTube, I'm not sure yet. Uh, but listeners, we're gonna we're gonna summarize uh, our thoughts about Ahsoka, but also uh, we've uh, curated some of the the weirder and uh, maybe not weird theories that have been floating around about the show. And Charlie, I think a good place to start is to say that uh, when Star Wars fans, we've talked about this, when they start theorizing, that's usually a good sign. Because Great sign. Right. It was the, like literally after the two shows were over, we're, we were texting because I think we were staggered by like 15 or 20 minutes right. of when we watched it. And it wasn't even to talk about first, like how much we liked it or not. It was speculating who is this person who's tied to that. Um, that's that's the best stuff. That's yeah. how you know, know it was good. Like we're going to talk about it. We have some problems here and there with it. But overall, spoiler alert, we loved it. So right. you can... You can end the podcast now. Sure, uh, but but the fact that it's starting that those type of conversations it's it's been a long time since we've gotten to do that. Uh, so super excited. Yeah, super it's exciting. Usually this early in a Star Wars show, it is like please get better types of videos and stuff, or you know, it, 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 like is this you know I don't know. There, the, people. I mean, our first take is always we loved it. Bill, like it's after a while when things cool out, like, eh, well, it was good, but maybe not as good because we were just excited for a new show. This is not that. Exactly. I think, yes, you and I both have that initial reaction of, oh, yeah, it was great. We like this. We like that. We'll, we'll excuse these things that we don't like. And then it's like over time, you think like, ah, oh, you know, I've never really wanted to go watch that again. So maybe I didn't really like it as much as I thought. But it, yeah, this wasn't. Oh, that was fucking awesome. That shot of all the Mandos coming out of the ship. And like, it wasn't that. It was like you said, who do you think? What, what is this guy going to be all about? What do you think about this? Is this going to connect to this? And, and it's not just us doing that. Like I, obviously there's bad reviews. There's people, the, the usual people that complain about everything that Disney puts out, no matter what, who probably aren't even watching it half the time, uh, are, are bitching about whatever they're bitching about. But in terms of like, legit criticisms um we can, we can get those out of the way and then just get into the, the theories and what we like i think what, uh, hey you 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 guide the tour sir all right well so yeah i mean the, the the fans complaints and this is also a good sign 
they they seem to be constrained to things that happened within the show rather than oh kathleen kennedy this and there must have been this shitty writer and all that they're not talking about that stuff they're talking about things that happened in the show that they didn't quite like because they like so many other things such as uh sabine getting stabbed uh in the stomach with a lightsaber well i guess in the liver if you will and living can i just say this that like that and like some of the pacing stuff because they had to yes explain basically the whole plot of four seasons of rebels in right. two episodes to at least connect viewers that were tuning in for the first time when you start with the opening that the show had um with balin and then ahsoka's like intro those two together back to back best start of any star wars show ever it was Absolutely. so good i mean it was like b better than some of how like the movies have started it's like a plus 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 so you got to get into story you got to bring in characters there's nowhere to go but down from there right you know what i mean yeah 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 there's all kinds of new characters to us but then also new characters to someone seeing it for the first time it assumes you know who ahsoka is but that's about it so they have to explain all these other people yes and it, I, it's going to hit it's going to hit a brick wall right of momentum at that point when you start that hot um and they did do a little too much they, Just to they, be fair, they did let it. They, yeah, they they let it linger. Um, I, I get I get you know obviously if you're watching this, uh, listening to this, it's going to be riddled with spoilers. Why would you be watching it uh, if you haven't seen the show yet? So we'll assume you have. Um, but yeah, for those people who haven't seen Rebels, and that's a lot of people, you know, a lot of more casual fans have not seen that show, or maybe haven't even seen Clone Wars either. So they just know Ahsoka from being on the Mandalorian. Like my mom, my mom watches every movie every show never seen a clone wars never seen a rebels you know it's just rosario dawson with the two lightsabers to her so well, look we, you and i barely like rebels almost didn't happen for me i tried to start that show three times and it's i i couldn't do it it was too disney hd i didn't like the way the art was done the, the character seemed annoying at first but that also happened with Clone Wars, but like that only took one or two stop starts. Rebels was like four or five. Yeah. And once yeah, it gets going, it is very good. Yes. But you have to you have to put in work to get through that first season. Yeah, you do. You do. I, I had the same exact experience. Like I I didn't even watch Clone Wars for a long time. And it was our friend Bob Meary who was like, dude, it's not because I kept calling it that fucking cartoon, that fucking cartoon. He's like, dude, it's not a cartoon. I mean, it technically is, but it's an animated, it's like cinematic. You got to watch it because we saw the movie in the theaters and it was, people hated Ahsoka. It was garbage, that movie. She and was annoying. Yeah. Sky Guy and Snips. Ezra also starts pretty annoying and way in the end. They all annoying. are. They all are, but you stick with it for a bit and all of a sudden, you know, now it's like Darth Vader's coming in and you got uh, the, the world between worlds. You got all this crazy shit with the force and uh, Ahsoka pops up and then it, and it's great. So you get to know those characters and and here they are. And the best thing, Charlie, you know, you talked about how great the opening was and how it was as good as, you know, Star Wars. It was George Lucas fucking Star Wars. They did a crawl. They did a crawl not the the floating into space crawl like reserve Very that cold for the, no lean back right keep that for the movies but a blood red crawl with all the things capitalized that need to be capitalized like 
three paragraphs, perfectly structured, and then a ship, <laughs> boom. Yeah. You get a fucking spaceship, and you get you get Balin's Balin's skull and, and Shin Hattie. Or as yeah. I like to call her Charlie Shin Hattie. Oh Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> she's she's cute. Uh, the two of them together, that best casting ever. Like just every second they're on the screen, like you're just locked in. Yeah, they are he, he, Ray Stevenson, who played Balin and died shortly after the, the production, so may he rest in peace, uh, is built to play a character like that. He's like, you can't take your fucking eyes off him when, when, he's, when he's on screen. Even if he's doing nothing, he's touching nothing, he's saying nothing, he's doing nothing, you, you can't stop watching him. It, 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 the, the subtle acting of... Um okay, this is just what's going on right now. And if you're along with it, then good. And if you're not, you're, you're going to die within seconds. So like, there's always like, he starts with like, good first. Hey, no, we're just, we're just here. We just got to go talk to this prisoner. It's all good. He's going to walk by in the opening scene. Right. And, and you know, the most overconfident general in the entire galaxy happens to be yeah. at the wrong yeah. place at the wrong time. I'm going to call his you bluff. Know, yeah. I'm going to call his bluff. Right. What did you think was going to walk off a ship? Like two people claiming to be Jedi right. and they show up like, you know, it's like me and you. Yeah. It's a couple of, <laughs> it's a couple of droids. It was like a handgun blaster, you yeah. know? No. Yeah. Um, so God, I know. Uh, anyways. So you get the sense that like, he doesn't want to do this. Like he's trying to do it the good way. And then as soon as it's like, this guy's in my way, just go to instant like death. Yeah, I, I very I, good at that. And even when he's going down the hallway, uh, Vader has like the, um, you know, that Vader scene of just like going through like all kinds of rebels and stuff. He's got a mask, right? But his face acting during that, he's just oh, so like, it's just so matter of fact. Yeah, it's, it's it's very fucking awesome. It's so great. And also when you when you contrast that with Shin, who goes up to the bridge and kills everyone, and she's got like crazy eyes. Sure. And you know, she's like all intense about it. And he's just like, I, I you guys all would have been fine. I didn't want to do this. He's just no. like, <laughs> <laughs> like ricocheting blasters back at everyone, all perfect hits and stuff. Dude's oh, a badass that shot from the hallway where you don't yes. see him and you just see two blasters hit guys and kill them. And then he walks in and he's not carrying a blaster. Like he just no. deflected those back. Uh, that's yeah. You're, you're like right. They were battle droids, right? Like just, yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Fine. It was very it. reminiscent of that too. It had a little phantom menace. It had a little episode four, you know, it was, it's a Filoni is so good at just the, the DNA of star Wars of just, of, injecting it into it so that you just feel like you are in star wars you know like i loved andor i loved it but it was it's it's like a show about the other side of the tracks you know where it's like they don't do the stuff that they do in the normal show but it's still there it's still in that universe but it's not about getting those feels it's more it's about this separate thing which is i'm glad i, I hope they do more shows that are sort of off the beaten path but this one felt like I felt after like after the first two episodes, like I had seen at least part of a Star Wars movie. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you got that type of thing. A hundred percent. Just like within like the first three minutes, you're like, oh, this is going to be fucking really good. There's no way, though. That's that was the whole point of starting this part of the conversation. At some point, you have to start explaining who is who and why. Right. And 
it, it's going to slow it down. But and they leaned in a little bit too much. Um, I get it. You have to go back for all the people that don't know any of the backstory of the, some of the people you're about to see. But there, there was a lot of sitting around and talking. There's a, a, a lot. Lo there's a lot. And it doesn't... My, my, my problem with the, the sitting around and talking... Like, just real quickly, I loved after the, the scene with Balin and, and Shin that we were just talking about on, on the ship where they kill everyone... You know, you get Ahsoka doing the puzzle and everything, and this is just it's just music and her doing that. Like I I love that. I thought like it goes on a while, but I was there for it. It was like No, it, I love that. It, it wasn't a bunch of talking though. No, and there's like, no, no backstory that I already yeah, know. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we get it. But it was um, it was it was coming it was bring it was escorting you into the universe, just getting you, you know, uh acclimatized to where we are, you know. Yeah, the way George immediately Lucas followed by like her messing some robots up in a, and then in a that cool way. So and then you uh, can only go down from there. You get a little Star Wars video games. You get a little Indiana Jones, and you get Ahsoka. You know, all in one. It was it was awesome. Perfect, perfect intro. Perfect, perfect intro. And then they just lingered too long on the Sabine uh, arc. You know, who is Sabine? I mean, it, I don't. Which the thing too was that like they give you so much about Sabine and they like, and then Harris shows up and she's just kind of like, yeah, I'm the general. You know, I, she's from rebels. I wonder also, if anyone, they didn't give her a lot. No, I know. And she's awesome in rebels. Um, I wonder who got more screen time in the first two episodes. Like what, what the counter is Ahsoka versus Sabine. It's a good question. Right. Cause, cause it, right it, now it feels it like taking, a main character so that they can help create another main character at the sacrifice of the first main character. The show is called Ahsoka. It, it should have been her more. You, you could have, you know, had Sabine as the attache, you know, the, the attachment. You yeah. still could have learned and picked some of this stuff up over time. The fact, though, I'll say this. The fact that they, instead of stretching out learning about the past over six or seven episodes and just kind of slowly getting it out, does make me think that now that that's out of the way, it's go time. I... There's no more to talk about. So let's get on with the show. So it, they're kind of clearing like let, it, it's going to start now. Yes, I, I agree. I think that is definitely the way it's going to go. And I, I mean, I certainly hope so. I don't know what the fuck else they have to talk about in the past at this point. Right. So now so moving from from that uh the idea that you know and this is again goes back to like what we were talking about after and what a lot of people are talking about online is that now like there's there's a fucking story going on here the show is it's not fetch quest of the week which right. i'm fine with with you know mando was like that it was cool you know you wrapped up every episode in the beginning then it started to get arky but it's not or even Andor, where it's like, okay, we're building in these sections of three to this resolution. And it was, it's like, a, again, like a Star Wars movie, where now you've got these mysterious bad guys. You got this mysterious fucking witch from the, the Night Sisters. You've got this mysterious brand new galaxy. You got Thrawn out there. Ezra's out there. Who, who the fuck is uh, Maroc, which we're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. Um, there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of nuggets dropped in these first two episodes. Absolutely, tons. Even, even between all the talking. Yes, I mean, I'm leaning into the criticism more. Look, at 
when I was done watching it the first time through, I wasn't like, that was boring. Like I, I loved it. So I yeah, was no, happy no, with I... it. And then in hindsight, like, all right, maybe they spent a little time there. So in real time, first time watching through, it wasn't like, this is trash. And like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. turning the TV off or throwing the remote at the TV screen. Wasn't like that. Right. No, I same, same. But it was like I, I've watched it a couple times now, and and and, and it it does go on a while. And the other, just the, last on the list of things that people didn't love about it, uh, and I, I mentioned it briefly, but Sabine got stabbed uh, in her midsection, not her stomach and spine, with the with a lightsaber. And uh, you know, it, a lot of people have said that Qui Gon Jinn's death is becoming less and less impactful because he also got stabbed right in the middle and he did die. Whereas Reva got stabbed, uh, the Inquisitor got stabbed, Sabine got stabbed and they all lived. Yeah. I will say that of Even when it happened, because I was watching it with my son, he's like, she's dead in the first episode. I'm like, no, no one dies to this anymore. I said that. (laughs) Yeah. Like like, it didn't even trick you for a second. Like no one dies to this anymore. Yeah. Like oh, Kylo Ren also, yeah. A lightsaber through, like, it wasn't even through the gut. If you watch, like, where it comes through in the in the scene, it's it's higher up. It would have went through, like, a lung and stuff like that. And when you see the scar when she's sitting in the bed, like, it's lower. Ah, it's just through the guts. It's fine. Well, it, it, here, here uh, if I may show you something, Charlie, um, is a uh, it's an image <laughs> because someone... Uh, let me know if you can uh, see this here. This uh, image of uh, it's coming up. Okay, there you go. Right, this is uh, yeah, it's the, not low in the guts, by the way. It's it's, it's a side. It's, uh, we're, a we're, lung we're, is at least gone at that point. Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. I half, don't know. Half Never. a lung. I'm not trying to justify. It. I'm not trying to justify. It. But here we have. Uh, if if I put a stake of molten lava through any part of your core bill, yes, no, I, you I agree. Fucking I, die. I'm not the defending. worst horrible death that anyone has ever died. So, yeah, There's, I get it. His is centered by like just six saying, inches, right? Whatever, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to justify. It. I did not like it. I did. They need like to stop it. doing this. There's another move, yes. guys. Yes, there's. Well, in in the old days when we grew up, you cut off a limb. That's this is the new limb cutting off. But you see, the thing is, when you as as we have established many times, like when you cut off a limb, cauterizes the wound. It's not your internal organs trying to communicate. You get a kick-ass ro- robot arm, yeah, you know, that's all steel and even better. Yeah. Um. So, it's to serve a plot point that her and Ahsoka have fallen out. You know, they're not friendly anymore. She's going to do things her way. She knows what's best and how to do it. She's young and angsty and tough. And she's a Mando. She does it. it. She's a Mando. She's a Padawan Jedi. Uh, She might be a witch. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. She's like every aspect of Star Wars in one person, uh, but also kind of an asshole. So she has to fail to the point of almost dying. That's what it's going to take for her to finally like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need help. I get it. You yeah. don't have to stab someone. Like, there's a million ways to deliver that plot point. Well, uh, Charlie, we've talked about this be- before, but uh, I think uh, the best, most effective way to kill someone with a, with a lightsaber is Luke Skywalker on the skiff uh, above the Sarlacc pit. When he's when he's wrecking dudes on that thing, 
consistently, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Upper slash diagonal slash slice him. You slice him. Actually, not. It's 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 the head cut. But 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 there's less second room. most effective. Obviously, a head cut off is most effective. But when like in Luke Skywalker's position in that situation, like he's dodging lasers and shit, he doesn't have time. This is a, a smaller area to focus in on, right? So you just get the big target. You got a huge target. You got this whole the yeah. whole torso. You don't stab. You just whoosh, every internal organ done. Yeah, I mean, at this point, a stab through the midsection is uh, setting phasers on stun for stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It does like get her on the ground. You know how quick it takes to just like with a lightsaber, just a, just a quick slash and heads rolling. Right, right, no, no, no. right, right <laughs> off the camera, like you know, right off the screen. They were, <laughs> right, yes. What if they had uh, in the scene before that where where uh, where Balin tells it where the the uh, Morgan Elsbeth, the the last surviving Night Witch, apparently, or descendant of the the Night Sisters, not Night Witches, uh, tell, says, uh, "Send this one to Lothal, meaning Shin." Mm-hmm. And then and then Shin's like, uh, "What's her angle? What's she spinning?" And and, and Balin, in, in all of his gravitas, without even doing anything, says, uh, "No, there's no witchcraft. We're going to Lothal to find Sabine Wren. Maybe." <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm not again. I'm not defending. I'm just kidding. Maybe there there was a scene after that. There was one more line that they cut where he was all, and uh, lightsaber on stun, please. Stab. Yeah, that's right. Stabs only, sir. Stabs only. Stabs only. <laughs> um, a theory that she did it on purpose to to get her out of the way, but maybe she sensed something in Sabine. I don't. If you want to, you started mentioning witches, so. Um, Let's talk theories because there's a lot out there and we've compiled some for uh, the, the entertainment and ease of our audience not to have to sift through a million YouTube videos like we have. Yeah. And one of them is that uh, possibly uh, Shin Hattie is a witch. Well, somebody is. So Star Wars is very big on like, okay, there's always a master and an apprentice. Right. Which comes in threes, uh, you know. You don't introduce a one of something that you know that comes in a pack or a pair. Right. And not have them, at least in that story arc, finding to complete the three. Or the one trying to find the apprentice, which is Ahsoka, right? The whole time, she's trying to find her apprentice this whole time or get her back, right? And the apprentice needs a master. They need they need the duality to make it. Right. So now you have a witch that we know that come in threes, and we've introduced some already at least one, maybe two candidates of who might actually have those type of powers. Which, Sabine being one, Shin being the other. And that could be, uh, you know, and I think that, you know, you could theorize that, that maybe those become the three witches. You get one yeah. from, the, you know, this Padawan, and you get that Padawan, and then the, 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 the Night Sister talks them into shit. They're very persuasive. The Night Sisters, they're using a whole different. They're 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 playing on a whole different level. Well, and you know, you get to this galaxy, this new galaxy and stuff. Who knows how things are going to work? Well, look, the story in Rebels and then in this in these two episodes went out of their way to let you know that Sabine is the least uh, force wielding wannabe Jedi ever. 
right? Yes. They, they say it in Rebels, and then they really go out of their way to make sure that they say it here, too. And, and right away. damn uh, Jedi robot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hun Yang. So. Who has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. She has some kind of power. She's dreaming. She's seeing visions. She has enough of something to be able to hang with Ahsoka and at least be some sort of a apprentice. We don't know how good or how bad. So if it's not the force that she's wielding, what is it? That, yeah. And, and, and that only remains to be seen. The only other clue in on that, because that was a point of huge speculation before the show started, was is Sabine going to be Force-sensitive? And it was very divisive. A lot of people like, can't be Force-sensitive. We already established that she's not. And I think Filoni is aware of that. So Filoni's more in touch with the fans probably than anyone else at Lucasfilm, sure. right? Of course. Because he is one. And so, yeah. you know, it's like he's went out of his way to have a droid qualify himself as like, I have been around for hundreds of years of Padawans and you have the least aptitude for the force. So it's like, he got that out of the way. But again, yeah, like you said, she's having dream vision stuff like Anakin, you know, she can wield a lightsaber. She did wield the dark saber in the, in the, in rebels. I mean, um, to be fair, she's a Mandalorian. So it's not like she's just like some piece of shit off the street. Like she's battle hardened, right? Yeah, she's trained yeah. since birth to be a warrior. Yes. So there is that. And in Rebels, she was quite a capable fighter and an explosives yeah. expert and an artist. So And a Jedi right. and a Mandalorian and maybe a witch. And, and what is there anything else that she can be, right? Like just she is all Star Wars running through one character. Right. A Sith. Maybe he's up on that. A Sith and a Jedi and yeah, whatever. <laughs> man, man, man. And maybe a witch. That's my maybe a witch. And maybe a witch. Uh so okay, so there's that. There's that. We, we it remains to be seen what the, what will happen with Sabine's uh, abilities and stuff. But there's one. The one other little clue is, and we know that in trailers they for for these shows with Star Wars, they only show you clips from like the first three episodes, maybe the clips that we have seen that have not yet happened. So maybe three or four episodes is her fighting Shin in some forest, and Sabine has the you know the short hair, so it obviously comes after this. And obviously, because we didn't see it already, uh, she uh, Shin says to Sabine, "You have no power." She that's in the trailer. Now I don't know. Again, you know, this is a this is, you speculate on trailers. You're 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 going down a fucking rabbit hole of your own choosing. Sure, but, uh, sure. She does say that, so I don't what know what that powers. Means. Jedi powers. You don't have powers. Which powers? You don't have Jedi powers. You have some Mandalorian. No, no, I should say you, <laughs> you don't have Jedi powers. You don't, you, you may be a witch. The powers of observation to see that everything <laughs> you're doing is a bad choice. But uh, it would be great if she said, if she listed all the powers she didn't have and then said, maybe a witch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so there, the, that's the theory. Let, let, let's, the other big, big mystery theory. Obvious. Well, there's two more. The obvious is... Who is Balin and then Shin? Because they are obviously not complete dark side users. Shin wears a Jedi Padawan braid. That's not a Sith thing. They're right. orange lightsabers. They're not Siths. They're not Sith. They're not, They're not Sith. Jedis. They're not Jedi. Same that, with that's, Ahsoka. That, that whole speculation path just from their backstory alone is really exciting. It's so fun. And it's also, again, going back to how good he is and how good she is. I mean, she doesn't have very many lines, but just like her face acting is just 
the way she's like looking at him and she kind of gets pissed at stuff and she kind of gives you her take on things shin i'm talking about without saying anything and i don't know if this was intentional or not but clearly at times she's questioning and not bought into something that someone's saying and i can't tell if it's balin or if it's uh morgan yeah yeah she does have there like, is is she reacting because he's kind of pushing back is she reacting because what the what morgan asked her to do in the first place I'm like what the hell is she asking us to do this like it, it's hard to tell but mm -hmm. she, she's either she's not bought into something or she's learning things in real time that uh this isn't maybe what i signed up for or this doesn't seems like we're altering our path here yeah, she wants to get down to business. And uh, like, you know, she's even asking Balin, like, well, you know, what, is all, what does all this mean? I, I feel like she's like, he's, yeah, I mean, I don't, this is just speculation on my point, but on my part, but I feel like she's very need to know from his point of view. Like, he'll just like, he kind of tells her things as they go because she asks a lot of stuff. Like, how do we, what happens when we Well, like find a kid, this? Yeah. which a lot of people think she's his daughter. Right. He was like a good Jedi. We know that he knew Anakin at one point. So that lightsaber was green at one point and yep. it's turning colors, turning towards red. Um, something happened while he had to flee order 66 has some secret daughter or real daughter, um, a daughter after, you know, uh, yeah, would yeah. have to be after cause he would have had, nah, not really. Cause he's about the same age as Anakin. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. He clearly at some point had to make a choice that altered him going down the Jedi road, similar to Ahsoka. Right. Exactly. And which is so great. The parallels. Two, two ex-Jedi, one trending bad, one trending good. One's got red lightsabers that she turned white. Will probably become a Jedi again by the end of it. Him starting green, going to orange, probably ends up red at some point. And the orange itself is, is an Easter egg. Um, I, I have a, a Star Wars poster uh, right on my wall where uh, original, the first, one of the first 1977 posters where Darth Vader's lightsaber is, in fact, the exact orange of uh, Balin and Shins. That's cool. Which wasn't, that was just an art thing for the poster, obviously. They probably didn't even know what his lightsaber looked like, but. You, you could do it in the video games, too. Yeah, yes. You, you could, could have, have a, yellow, orange. Yeah. orange, yeah, that. I think, uh, you know, for people who read High Republic novels, they got fucking every goddamn color of the rainbow lightsabers. I don't think I knew that. That's good. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's, I read one. It's not like they have pink and shit, but I mean, there's orange, there's yellow. They're, they're more, they're, they're more, uh, they're more different types of lightsaber colors than uh, the traditional, you know, old school Star Wars. Which, by the way, just side note, uh, there weren't there was no intention of having from george lucas himself of having any colors except red green and blue and and they even have this conversation is even on the dvd of the making of revenge of the sith where they have the conversation where sam jackson's like what color is my lightsaber gonna, gonna be and lucas is like well, you, know, you want uh you want green or you want blue and he's like is that it well, yeah that's just how it is he goes what about purple and and then george lucas is all maybe purple they had purple like that, that that's what it took we we have invented and 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 you know as star wars fans and uh, authors and everyone do have made this that's kind of like lucas so we'll leave it up to other people to come up with a reason for that and then it's right it, the, the reason though for him makes perfect sense he 
he fucks with the dark side a little bit and it affects that's so his lightsabers it's not quite blue it's a little little, little there. <laughs> right so you know but ahsoka's <laughs> colorless just white but she's yeah um moving on charlie to the next big big theory which is the character of uh Maroc, um the uh the hooded uh, the this guy here i'll share my screen again for, for those of us who uh, who want to see it if you want to see it the character of Maroc, mm -hmm. this guy right here he could be ezra he could mm -hmm. be uh very few say this this is one of the crazier theories but anakin or a clone of anakin i'm not buying that uh or or he could be a star killer from the uh force unleashed video game who was uh darth vader's apprentice only in that video game it's the only time he's featured but he was actually more powerful than darth vader he he could lift star destroyers uh, he could crash Star Destroyers with the Force. He was incredibly powerful. And he was played via mocap by Sam Witwer. And it has been revealed that Sam Witwer's name is in the ending credits of the uh, second episode of Ahsoka. And on top of that, Sam Witwer, uh, in an interview from, I'm not sure when it was, but said that Dave Filoni had considered putting Starkiller into a show as an inquisitor because that's kind of what he originally was right so a lot of different things that he, and also uh the star killer's actual name was like merrick very close to Morocco, but that could be deliberate felony misdirection you know he's... so so this is one of the things that i i saw online which was really really interesting merrick is one of the knights of the round table that a witch and I think you told me this name Morgan yes. turned him into a wolf. Right. And then you have yes. like all the, the Jedi wolves and stuff from, we don't, let's not get into the wolves, but uh, you know, from uh rebels, Re Re rebels, is a, lot of wolves, a lot of wolves, very, 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 very possible. Very likely probably that whoever that is, is maybe under the control of that, witch. I believe that. Yes. Whether or a it, good guy pretending to be to get close and be at the right place at the right time, you know, there's there's that angle of it too. Um, Ezra, I don't think so. Star Killer, like Filoni's greatest ability is to tie in anything and everything from the fringes of Star Wars that mm -hmm. he liked that weren't fully canon and make them canon. Yes. Every time he brings a new thing in, it's like a, a dead Jedi gets his wings. You know what I mean? <laughs> or it gets like a Disney, a big Disney bonus because like now there's more books to sell. There's more action figures right. to sell. And he's so good at it that they're just like writing checks. Just like, yep, yeah. you got another one. Cool. Yep. Another one. Here's Reb Sharon. Right. Like, right. So the fact that it could be Starkiller, something from a video game, open up a new line of things, legitimize something fringe, like a Thrawn, right? But was pre-Disney, but still yeah. like bringing yeah. in a fan favorite or something that would be very convenient for Disney if that was kind of legitimized. Uh, he's a master at it. So my guess is it is probably the Starkiller angle. I, I it's not Ezra. Ezra's with Thrawn somewhere. Yes, I, I totally agree. No, not Ezra. Anakin clone stuff, ridiculous. Uh, I think we will see Anakin uh, for sure, uh, either as Force Ghost or at, in Clone Wars flashback. 
uh, or both. There is footage of Darth Maul and Ahsoka. Right, behind the scenes footage, right? Someone's like snapped a picture. And he's from the witch planet and he's hanging with a witch. So maybe it's Maul or it's like a Maul lookalike or someone like his twin brother or his. Like people are like, he's dead, question mark, right? Because it's the two of them, Ahsoka, like now. That time period, he would be dead. Or a total fake out or something they tried and didn't do. But there is footage of that. You can find it online. You're right. And... Not only that, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick because I, I know that that's, that's pretty prevalent. But uh, not only that, but he, uh, I, I was thinking, you know, first when I uh, saw, when I saw that picture, I thought, oh, well, it's maybe it's a flashback to when they were fighting on Mandalore. But when they fought on Mandalore, they were fighting in the palace and only in the palace. So it's not going to be if it is that it's a it's a it's something new and it could be on dathomir or it could be on you know maybe he is alive in the other galaxy um looking for that picture got a witch from there find it he's from there like it's a very easy tie-in to find a way to justify plus that guy's been dead and alive like five different times at this point so yeah the the unkillable darth maul if anybody's death insults Qui-Gon, it's fucking his, man. Or anybody coming back to life insults Qui-Gon, it's him. That's true. He got, like, barely stabbed through the chest. The other guy got cut in half, and one guy's walking around with robot legs. Yeah, and the other guy uh, has to die in his in his apprentice's arms. Yeah. But he did live a while, Qui-Gon. Whatever. Uh, yeah. You know. But uh, so a, a lot of ways that you can go with that, with, with the Maroc angle, and... Also, like what the possibilities are if you go to another galaxy. Like the, it opens up <laughs> a lot of things. And some fans, Charlie, uh, believe that uh, the uh, sequel trilogy will be something that could be quote unquote retconned, which you know how you hate the word canon? Yes. I hate the word retcon the way you hate yeah. the word canon because it's not used correctly. Right. Retcon does not mean to get rid of something. Retcon means retroactive continuity. Yes. Like the perfect example that I always use, I've probably used it on the show before, so forgive me, is uh, when George Lucas did the special editions and he changed Boba Fett's voice to Tamora Morrison to match the clones. That's a retcon. He is retroactively right. providing continuity to. I know what it means. Bill, stop explaining it to I'm me. I'm not explaining it to you. I'm explaining I'm it to you. I'm not a child. I'm not explaining it to you. I'm explaining it to the audience because it is so widely children. misused. No, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. I, I, I got you, dude. I, I just like to clarify it because I also, like, I don't, when I use it incorrectly, I'm using it incorrectly in the because of popular usage, not because I don't know what it means. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're good, dude. That's all. You all right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, pissed off. No, I just really I, pissed off about this retcon. Look, I, if you started throwing cannon around, it'd, it'd be the same way. That, so no, I get it. You know, what it's I, a hot. It, like every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, that's it. Just grates on me. It grates on me, and so uh, you know, we're talking about, and we're going to bring in this new guy to the Star Wars canon, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> and uh, the um, the uh, the obsession with retcon the sequels that's the other thing that, that I, it, it, it's so just... where you were going i think is that 
we can just invent this new galaxy and then we can do whatever we want. And then all like the Star Wars haters that you ruined my childhood can yes. never feel that way again. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like th this, this, this whole, this whole video, check this out. I can't hear it. You got to share volume. When you share it, you have to reshare your screen. Oh, am I not sharing? Uh, I thought I was sharing volume. No? No. Okay. We'll do a quick edit right here. Uh... Don't edit it. Let people see it. Worse than all. All right. What is it? Advanced? I thought... Uh... Share audio. Share sound. God damn it. I thought I already had it. I thought that setting was persistent. I didn't think I was going to have to fucking do it again. I've been doing Zoom meetings for the last like four or five years, bro. you got yeah. to have this. I, I, I don't conduct gotta them, be ready. Charlie. I'm just on them. But uh, here, here's a little bit of our favorite. Uh, look, I mean, uh, say what you want about Star Wars Theory. He's got, you know, some good points. He's got the, some, some shit. But, uh, I mean, you can't argue with the fact that he is the king. It's a good pause, though. I mean, you're making him look like a real dumbass. So, like, is he going to say something good? Does he need my help with that fucking hat? <laughs> uh, well, it's, you know, this is... But, he, this is this is I, I, I this just came out uh, yesterday, so I wanted to play you just a, a minute of this because a, a lot of fans think this way, and this guy is you know galvanizes a huge army. Do of fans. I mean, he's gets twelve thousand people watching Ahsoka with him live. You know, three point three million. What's that? Three point three million subscribers, dude. Yeah, dude, he's not. This he's, guy's got heat. He made that Vader movie. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so something really amazing that I think Dave Filoni has done in the Ahsoka show in the first two episodes already is the fact that he has created another galaxy to go to. And herein lies perhaps a theory that maybe is partially going to make a lot of fans right who are talking about retconning the sequel trilogy. Now, I don't necessarily think they'll ever retcon the sequel trilogy. I don't think they could do that. I don't think Disney would do that. I don't think it's going to happen. But what if they created another realm, another galaxy, to go to where a lot of these characters can, can maybe go to and get stuck or be in for a while and they don't come back to the one in our timeline meaning the sequel trilogy kind of just stays as its own thing and ahsoka sabine hera chopper everyone else goes into this other galaxy and that's where they've been this entire time during the sequels during whatever so i'm thinking that this is kind of in ingenious in a way where not only is it super interesting that he's creating this this completely new realm which will have other maybe force users or or wizards or witches that use magic or something we haven't even conceived yet in Star Wars Legends or anything like that. As Balin said, that place, Peridia, as the Jedi, as the kids at the Jedi Temple would talk about, were just fantasy and lore and make-belief is actually real. And it's a place that has more power than you could possibly imagine. I mean, what the heck is this galaxy? What is So, uh, but that... I'm just going to ditch our podcast and just go watch the rest of his, bro. Well, I mean, he, you know, there, there's a reason 3.3 million subscribers. Uh, I, yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's a million different places that that thing can go. But it's funny how there's always this, fan, there's this fantasy among certain fans that just hate the sequel so much. And look, I, I, I get it. If you hate them, that's fine. I, I don't hate them, but whatever. There, there are some that hate them so, so much that like, 
the idea, any any inkling that they might do something that le delegitimizes them is like, oh, what is the other galaxy? It's like that. But I mean, I as far as I mean, he calls himself fucking Star Wars theory because this is what he does. Come up with shit like this. So he's it's doing very good. I, I will say I like this, it. Bill. Hmm. There's no way on earth that they're going to delegitimize something that they, you know, already spent billions of dollars on. Yeah, no no part, fucking but, chance. Right. However, it gives them license in the future to do other things. Be like, dude, it's in the other galaxy. Fuck off. We didn't ruin your childhood. This is Star Wars Plus. This is over here now. Wow, yeah. And if you follow what Disney has done, because essentially what they're doing is they're creating a multiverse. And Marvel is everything worked its way into a multiverse. It's across every franchise within the Marvel universe under Disney. So Star Wars multiverse, here we come. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. And then and then it makes fun, but low stakes because it's not core. It's kind of like you could put Luke in there. You could you could have him doing whatever the hell you want. In Darth Vader mask, like destroying people. Here's how he what would have happened if you would have turned dark side? Now you get to go see that. Right. And uh, yeah, and you're right. It's low stakes because it's it's the other galaxy. But then you could <laughs> imagine if that if it goes that way, right? And like and in 10 years, there's going to be like, you know, there's like original trilogy fans and the prequel generation. And now there's, there's, there's going to be like, like, right, like Star Wars Prime Galaxy fans and Star Wars Peredia Galaxy fans. Crazy. The possibility. But you know what? I, I love it. I, I like. I, I like it. Look, at this point, like I, I'm. I have the core and it sits here and then there's everything else. And like, I, there's parts of the everything else that I love, like anything that happened before, after whatever, it, I almost treat them as two separate things anyways. So really other than like the, the original three, everything is lower stakes. And then like, okay, then the prequels, a little bit higher stakes, but still lower stakes and so on. So like go wherever the fuck you want. I think I, I totally agree. And I think that's one of the reasons that we like the way we view Star Wars is is so much similar in many ways. I think one of the core things is that we we both think like that, like we grew up, we were old enough to see the original trilogy and its original run and lived through all the years of not even having a fucking VHS to watch. We just had to play it out and then special editions finally come out, you know, and so we like to us, we got to experience all that. So every new Star Wars show that comes out isn't fucking make or break. Star yeah. Wars is dead. Right. I hated Mando season three. Star Wars is dead. It's like, it, it's fine. Like, yeah, I, because, you, you know, Charlie, and, 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 and I have notes, so we won't get sidetracked, but I just, I, this is something I was going to mention. Uh, I can watch the original movies with the prequels and or sequels and or shows in mind as part of it or just this is their own thing because i grew up with watching them that way so long totally can you is, you have that also a absolutely yeah absolutely see that's i think that 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 is something that uh, is just inherent to our generation that if you grew up with revenge like revenge of the sith for anyone you know under 30 something is their fucking empire strikes back 100% and clone wars they love yeah. it. So I don't know. It, it, this ties into like the end credits. That was a big thing where there's artwork that looks like the world between worlds that was featured in Rebels. No one watching this probably saw that. 
Um, Ahsoka was caught in there at one point with Darth Vader fighting to the death. Probably died in there. They found a way to pull her out of time. It can also lead you to another galaxy. Um, people, I think that's where Thrawn and Ezra are, right? This is that that we're seeing, yeah. That map at the yep. end of the show right there. All yes. kinds of planets that we know and many that we don't. Pathway to the other galaxy. But is it via... Um, in the world between worlds, is that the way, the only way to get there? And that's where you're going to find Ezra and Thrawn trying to find a way to get into that other galaxy. Or they already found a way to get into it and they're in it. So they got to follow them through all the, <laughs> the time tunnels or, I, um, you know, portals or whatever the hell that they are. But yeah. I'm wondering if we get, all right, first, do we get to see the world between the worlds? I do not know. I, I, I think, you know, that 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 is a, a a rabbit hole of 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 discussion that's been you know millions of of YouTube hours have been talked about the world between worlds. I don't know that Dave Filoni is going to want to use that. I know that he said he doesn't want to overuse it. He doesn't want to use it as a device because then it could just become like a, a time travel. Well, let's just go fix the sequels. They're going to go create a multiverse anyways. Well, I think if you do, if you have another universe, it's like it's maybe a parallel universe or it's a related universe or something, but it's not breaking the rules of or creating its own new rules, I guess, as World Between Worlds did in Rebels of time and space where you can change things or, you know, as Dave Filoni said, like you, you can change some things, but other things have great consequence. Like that's just time travel. Well, right? well butterfly effect. It seems very clear that Ahsoka went in there with Darth Vader. They left and said she's gone. She, she probably died in there. Yeah, I think she died in there. And, and then, that, it's you know, so fucking complicated, man. And they pull her out, but then they try to do the same with, with Kanan and Camp. We don't have to get into the whole Rebel story and start arguing that. But uh, it is a significant place in the Ahsoka story. Yes. If we happen to get even like a... 10 second glimpse of like them seeing some flashback of her in the world between worlds fighting Darth Vader. I mean, that worth it. Would be worth it. Incredible. Even if it opens up into all this other shit of, of parallel universes and stuff, uh, multiverses seeing that would be worth it. It would make it all worth it. If they went in, I would be in or favor of seeing her die by his hands. That would be crazy. I would be in favor of something like that. If they went into the world between worlds and they merely saw things, that had happened or could happen or were happening, yeah. but did yes. not affect anything. I'm totally yes. on board with that. If they go in there and they're like, hey, let's uh, let's uh, make Kylo Ren never be born so that Luke doesn't turn mad and make the fans. I don't, it don't fuck with no, no, one, no one's going to do that. No, no I know they're not, but I'm just saying like, let, let's not bring Kanan back. Just if they go in there and see crazy shit though, like, and we got to see her fighting Darth Vader, that would be amazing. Which, by the way, that was one last thing I wanted to touch on the whole uh, Starkiller rumor. Or not rumor, but theory. It's just a theory. That uh, uh, Murak is, is, in fact, Starkiller. If that's true, then him fighting Ahsoka is Darth Vader's apprentice fighting Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. Fucking the coolest thing ever. That is pretty cool. That is, like, with a bow on it, dude. Yeah. I kind of towards that. Can, how can you not do that? I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that. They've got that's this mysterious is. character. He's somebody. Clearly, he's being hidden. Uh, 
he can hang with Ahsoka, right? Like they're yeah. they're fighting, and like she just doesn't overpower him and and take him out, and she's very very strong. So, um, Anakin's apprentice versus Darth Vader's apprentice—that's that would be like the coolest tie-in you could think of. And Filoni's a bad dude when it comes to stuff like that. He's very good at that kind of stuff. I would be surprised if it was. Oh God, at this point, I'll be disappointed if it's not. It's like, <laughs> no, no, he's just. You know, who's this guy behind the mask? Oh, no, he was like some stormtrooper named Joe. Right. And then the witch, witch put him in the thing and like is controlling his mind. Like, oh, yeah, fuck. He, he was the wasted idiot. opportunity. I, I mean, I, I it seems to be leading that way, but I, I don't know. Like, Filoni is also good at misdirection. He did that a lot in Clone Wars and Rebels where you, you start to think something's going this way and then it goes that way. But my my feeling about him, the reason I, I, I won't be disappointed in it if, if it's not that character, if, as long as it's done well, and usually, usually when Filoni like makes you start thinking that something's going to go this way and then he goes that way, it's not like the Ryan Johnson thing where it's just like, I'm just going to make it go the complete opposite way. He just sli- he just bends and slides it somewhere else. He doesn't just re- like say, well, oh, nothing happened. Star Starkiller is pretty deep. Like you have had to play like a certain video game to even know who that is. If you even remembered what that was and it was like the 90s uh, right or early 2000s uh, yeah something like 2000s 2000s not 90s yeah because they had mocap and stuff back then but that's a fucking old game and it's a pretty niche game because that game came out like not when star wars was at its height dude i almost wish you didn't (laughs) if it doesn't turn out true now i'm gonna be like 100 percent disappointed it's gonna have to be if it's not that, it has to be something like that tops that. Yeah, it, well, for yeah. me to be excited yeah. about it now, right? I, well, I, I think it's going to have to be at least that big. Otherwise, the, the the true legacies of Darth, you know, Vader. Like, well, no, there's a son running around out there. There's two apprentices from the good version, the bad. I mean, dude, maybe it's, it's cool. It, maybe it's a Luke clone. Maybe it's uh, Luke. Maybe it, what about this, Charlie? I'm going to come up with Could the craziest Luke. theory. Like, I'm going to come he's, up... he's doing it to stay close to find out what's going on and then reveal himself at some moment, like at the right time to kill Thrawn. Maybe he's trying to get close enough. He's staying in that mask. Sure. Something like that would be really cool. Well, because there is the question of where is Luke in all of this? Like, is he not interested in uh, taking down Thrawn? Who, know, you I... know, she, she's saying that, that he could start a whole new war. And then she is hanging out with him in Book of Boba Fett. Which timeline-wise is a little hard to pin down as to where that is in all of this. I happen to think this is after that, but it could be. Supposedly, yeah, there's a couple of years between Mando two and Book of Boba Fett, yeah. so mm-hmm. this could all be happening then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like he'll. I, I trust Filoni. I actually trust that he will. Uh, he he will give us the, the down low on all of these things as we go. So that's why. That's one of the reasons why I'm. I am so goddamn excited to see the rest of it. I There's a million wish... directions it could go. Hence, where we started the whole episode. Uh, it couldn't have been that bad. Like, look at how long we've been talking and speculating about who this person could be, where are these people coming from, what does it tie in, what is it not. Uh, mission accomplished. Yeah, after two after two episodes. Uh, just to, uh, to uh, and, and we will talk about... Oh, one, one more thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to ask you one more thing, too. The coolest thing in the, the battle with him is the no-look lightsaber dodge. Oh, yeah. Ahsoka she does. Just, just died, like, yeah. looking at him, she's just like, fuck it. Come on. Yeah. 
Very cool, man. There's so many good moments like that. You know, it's funny. We've been talking for an hour about Ahsoka and we haven't talked about Ahsoka. That's yeah. Well, I, and and that's one of the things about the show is that she's kind of like people have said, like she's very stoic and she's kind of just like, you know, putting things together and getting people get this person, get that thing, grab this, the, the key to the map, but she hasn't really done anything yet. I full faith, dude, Dave Filoni is fucking loves that character. Like we're going to get plenty. I think I'm not worried about it, yeah, but, no. but you're right though. I mean, like it, to start off with, she's not, she's not the star of her own show yet. We're learning about what she cares about and why, who she cares about and why. Yeah, exactly. And, and she is also, you know, you and I have talked about this, like, she's of the yoda lineage she she is like one of the, she's never been in live action until mando but you know coming from the clone wars she she's one of the most significant oh, jedi ever she's core yoda. to me i can sit she's direct lineage of, of yoda she's yep. core directly and, and like my favorite at this point she's, right like, she's awesome I, I favorite jedi rosario dawson i i think kills it as her which is not an easy thing to do. She even with the, with the like, she does these sort of like gestures, like her her body, her her gait, her body language, and everything is very much like the animation. You know, it, it, she does it. She I mean, she, she's it. like, she can do no wrong in my book. She's a a a plus is plus plus infinite, right? Yeah, I, and I think the entire cast has is awesome. There, I have no complaints about any any acting or or weird choices. No, that's or a good point. Nothing. I had no problems with anyone who plays, it, including, hey, you and McGregor's wife, you want a job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Hera, mm-hmm. I, I loved Hera too. I, I like the actress who played Sabine, even though I was annoyed with Sabine at times. You know the plot point of hey, do it this way, and then no, I'm going to do it my own way, and then of course it goes wrong, and like, but. That was annoying, but like the actress who plays her, not annoying and no. good. When she cuts her hair and she's like bought in, like all right, there's the yeah. real. Yeah, she's gonna, she, let's go. She's gonna, she's gonna, gonna be, be great. good. Yeah, I think uh, just a, a couple other things to touch on on that type of stuff. One of the things that made me very happy, uh, production value. The thing fucking looked great. I, I my main complaint about Obi Wan was not the complaints that you typically hear. It was more well, you do hear this one, but like I didn't have a pro. I didn't think like it broke canon or anything like that. But I did have an issue with some of like remember the scene where they fought with the fire? It looked like a fan well, film. That was that was one of the never biggest mind. travesties but to for, that whole that he, whole show. Even forget it. Forget about the ridiculous plot that he just left in there. I'm just talking about the way it looked. Yeah, it looked like a fucking fan film. Like I it, and there was a lot of it that looked like a fan film. This to me, I'm, looked, I'm 48 years old without any force power, Bill. I could have gotten i could have jumped over the the fire it was so underwhelming yeah you run across the tuck and roll and but i mean <laughs> dude been fine the way, it was very badly done but yeah let's it, not get into kenobi no no, no. The, the, i i'm not I, i'm not saying it's getting into kenobi i'm saying it to just to say that like they also shot this probably primarily in that volume thing but it just yeah. fucking looks so good like it, it looks expansive it does not look claustrophobic it looks, um, it, it just, it looks legit. It looks like Star Wars to me. Would, would you agree with that? Yes. I, I think regardless of who's directing this one, like Filoni was extra meticulous. This is his, like this oh, yeah, is his baby, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure he wasn't like asleep at the wheel for for Kenobi, but not as like watching over every single frame, every Lord. setup, every like every single thing that they were going to do. I mean, he had no there... official position on that show. He was they, he got special thanks. That's it. He had no title. Well, he has a title at Disney of like the uh, yeah, but I, yeah, but I think you're right. Content or something like that. But think... it's clear, like not a stitch of clothing, not like there was nothing that he didn't like go over. And the music, I thought the music the, was incredible. Kevin Kiner has been scoring all of the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. all of Rebels, and then the you know movie comes. No, not you. Solo. No, not you. Another TV show. No, not you. And he's finally, and and I mean, some of that, dude, I, there's a Star Wars mix on Spotify of everything, right? I don't know if you've seen that, but it's literally from, uh, it goes in chronological order. It's got all of the movies, obviously. It's got all of the Clone Wars soundtrack, the Rebel soundtrack, the fucking video game soundtracks. And one time I was like, you know, I've never really listened to music from Clone Wars or Rebels. Like, I mean, I, I love it in the show. And I was listening to it and I was like, God damn, dude. I mean, this really is, this guy really is, I, I don't want to call him the poor man's John Williams, but he, he's like yeah, yeah. In, in the tradition of, and some of the music in Ahsoka was a little bit different than that, but it was, it, it felt like Star Wars movie, Star Wars movie music. And they had the wipes, you know, the clock wipes and the fucking, all that stuff. Just Star Wars DNA, Filoni, just, he knows what he's doing. Studied at the feet of the master, and he, and he, and he know, and he's a fan. I'm excited. I'm excited. The only question I have for you is: Filoni directs episode one, and he's known to have directed episode five. Yes, I what happens in episode five? Is that when we find out who is it? Merrick or Maroc? How do you say his name? I think it's uh, Maroc. Is it Thrawn and Ezra? Is it like, so we know like only he's allowed to direct if like a prime character comes back or have they done that without him? No, Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard got to do a Luke, right? She got to do a Luke. Yeah. One of the, but it was like second time. So close set. No one can know about it. Everybody's locked down. That's a Filoni episode. Yes. Yes. And I, I, my guess is just a guess is that's the Anakin episode. That's what I would put that on. I think they're not going to do that for an Anakin flashback, are they? Well, if you that that one trailer that had Anakin talking, um, and it was they had that in Kenobi, right? Like they had both of them. uh, He came back, and it wasn't anyone that special that had to come in and direct it because of that. So no, Deborah makes me think. Yeah, right. So it makes me think like maybe there's. It's got to be something big, right? Well, it's definitely going to be something big for sure. It's not going to be just like some fucking random episode for sure. I, my the reason I think that, and I could be wrong, dude. I totally could be wrong. The, the reason I think that is because the voiceover in that in that uh, ad, he's it's it sounds it's Anakin like it's not Force Ghost Anakin. He's talking about the Clone Wars. He's like, you know, you're going to be fighting more than droids in this war, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think that that, I think there will be a Clone Wars flashback. And I imagine that if they do that, like Filoni would be like, no, 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 I'm Clone Wars guy. I'm directing this episode. Guys, I, I get it. It's cool. But my dad, he wants to, 
George <laughs> wants to make sure that I do it. Like he right. says, no one else can. So right. I, I've totally let you guys. It's cool, but like I, he's he's making me do it. I'm sorry. But you're right. It could be, or maybe the Clone Wars flashback is part is just a part of that episode, and then that episode is also the big Thrawn reveal, or it's the fucking so, Marokka's Star Killer thing, or whatever. Next episode, shortest episode of any Disney show, second shortest. Right. That's going to be travel, figuring out how to get to this thing. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. We don't find Thrawn or Ezra. Episode four, probably setting up for five. So I think we have two more of, we're not talking about the past anymore. We're in real time. We're traveling. We're going places. Some cool stuff happens, but nothing major. And then five is when we break something open and it goes, takes it to the next step. I, I, I agree with that completely. And, and last thing to remember is that Filoni is going to direct that movie. So this is not all going to wrap up at the end of this show, like at all. Is it the movie that comes right after this or is the movie like, could there be two seasons by the time the movie comes the, out? I think there could be two seasons by the time the movie is going to come out, but I, I, I can. Well, with the writer strike now, especially. Well, right. God knows now. But like, I'm, I, I think that there is, I've heard that there is and isn't going to be a season two, but I've heard more that there is. Although I don't know if the movie has changed that, but I, the movie will be connected to this though. Like they've said that like in the, the movie is going to be all of the Mando verse, which would be all of this and Filoni Mando verse. and the Filoni verse. Yeah. And then, so Thrawn, all these characters, Mando, probably some Boba Fett, maybe a little Luke, like that'll put asses in seats too. Especially if and the show goes It would goes be awful. weird, right? You have a season one, a movie and then like a season two, three, four. That's now, ambitious I, as hell. I I think that if they do a season if two. If you're trying to get people to watch the show and you want more Disney subscribers, by the way, that's a great fucking way to do it. To Wait, put, what's the show? Because like people, lots more people will see the movie than that yeah. are watching, like that are subscribed to Disney. Right, right. Especially if it's all of that stuff. Grogu is going to be in there. I mean, it's want to grow be... the audience. Stock is tanking, by the way. Disney stock not doing well. That's a good freaking strategy to get a lot more subscribers. If that movie really is all it it could be. That's so the... like season movie seasons. That, that could be really cool. Yeah, I could totally see them doing it that way. I hope that that's the first movie they make. I hope. I, I, I hope. You know, and again, yeah, like writer strike and all that stuff. God knows when, but like, I hope that the Filoni movie is the one that like brings Star Wars back to the big screen. I don't want it to bring it back with the the Ray movie. I mean, I'm well, look, I, no, I no, no. Look, Ahsoka is the best that post Lucas Star Wars has to offer. Mm -hmm. Like hands down, the best. Agreed. And at that point, if that doesn't do it, then it's run its course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. I, I, unfortunately, I, I I would have to agree with that because yeah, the, the, they're not going to continue on the fucking legacy of Star Wars with with Ray. Uh, you know, with all apologies to Daisy Ridley, who I think did nothing wrong. But no, uh, she was great. I like her. I'm not. I'm not gonna. If they did another movie with her, I'd be stoked. I'd I I I go see it. I mean, yeah. I I, I I'm fine with all that shit. Uh, with all the problems that it had, I thought she was a strong character. So. You know what? I'm going to tell you real quick, and we'll get things wrapped up. But uh, if you consider the fact that, like, she had dueling writers writing her character at, through three movies, 
she was this and then no you're this and then no you're back to now you're this yeah if you did not know that all that was going on and you just watched that she is so consistent as that character through those she's awesome movies that's really just as an actor take away what you think about sequels that's really good she, she deserves like a her own very very focused give it to filoni really let him lock it down Right. Yeah, and it, was, he, it would be great. You know, he would he would fill it with with like Star Wars stuff that would connect it all. <laughs> Actual to... Star Wars stuff. <laughs> he would... Yeah. Well, you know, not just not just like like surface level things. Like, no, no, but, right. Like right, actual right. deep deep yeah. shit. You know. So yeah. Yeah. God love him. I'm so happy about these these first two episodes. I was I was kind of uh, I don't know if nervous is the word, but I was like, you know, I, I know that there's probably a lot writing on this show for a lot of people. And, you know, I, I just, I think Charlie, I think we share this. It's like, we just want to hang out in that universe and be told a good story. It's not like, we're not nitpicking every little thing. You know, if there's shit we don't like, there's shit we don't like, but like, we're not worried about, you know, oh, this isn't uh, the same as a book that came out in 1995 type of stuff. We, and I feel like this show so far aces on all of that. Yeah, there's a couple things that we talked about, little pacing and the lightsaber stab. By the time that, you have watched the whole thing, you're going to be very happy with it. That is all I ask for. Just deliver. It, it was to the needed end. so that we could do all this stuff later, fast. And I mean, yeah, it it's you have to introduce <laughs> this thing. That's the my only issue with Star Wars as a TV show is in general is that. You know, we grew up with them as movies and you, you get your beginning, middle and end. And now it's like, where is this all going to go? Which is a lot of fun, too, though. So you do. I mean, you get that out of it, you know, because we get we you didn't do, get the chance to do all this. You, we did not. No, I mean, in the movie movies, theater, you're going to find out in five minutes. Right. And we could speculate <laughs> about what the next movie was going to be about. But that's a totally different type yeah. of thing. So yeah. we we will talk more about this show before it's over. Right. Well, yes. We'll, like we'll regroup maybe after. I mean, episode despite like you needing to get called to like the you know, this just in aliens have landed, and right. you need to you steer away from the uh, the pop talk part part of your show and steer back into aliens, which I understand. So it, any minute it might but if happen. Not, yeah, like it, I think like depending on what happens in episode five, even yeah, you might need I, to talk again. Or if like maybe if four is like the surprise, uh, oh my god, episode. Then maybe we got to talk then. I'm assuming probably the next time we'll talk will be about will be after episode five because again, like you said, Filoni's directing it. Something's going to go down. It's not going to be some random, you know, more conversations with Sabine episode. No, it's not. No, like, we're not going to be dealing with her post teenage. Should have gotten over it by now. Angst for right. sure. Right. Yeah. That that, that we've we, I think we've crossed that bridge, and it's it's all going to just be great Star Wars from here throw it out charlie yep. thanks stuff, for, buddy thanks for coming back buddy M- missed you beat on the show and I, I know that uh, everyone will be happy to hear you again and and we'll we'll talk to you again soon uh, by the way the only reason we're not doing this in person was because i i uh, i was exposed to covid so i gotta i gotta keep it you know you gotta be ready for when the aliens land that is actually alien um I, I, you get covid so then when they're here, you can cohabitate without dying of deadly viruses. Right. It's or, like some kind of, uh, you know, like a, a immune system boost. Yeah. By 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 lower by by fucking with your immune system, it makes it strong. It makes it strong and, and in tune. It's like a vaccine. Their, yeah, for them. 
like for our relationship for them yeah that's right yeah i i mean i think we we said this we said this to each other off and not in this podcast but like the idea that the first real specific government agency for looking at ufo activity was established in a covid field. Yeah, i know dude is like the opening of a Roland Emmerich movie. Like they're all <laughs> sitting around and like, yeah. we've got to get the UFO task force because the UFOs are, they're dropping down this stuff to us and it's infecting people and here they come. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. That's right. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm crazy. Oh, for and they're open. here from the multiverse that, you know, brought oh, that's you right, by yeah. Disney probably. So yes, they're it, interdimensional. Full circle, Bill. It all comes together. Everything combines. Thanks for being here, Chuck. Cue the hot chick. Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast.